0: Jeffrey from Discord asked, Any chance we could get an episode or two on how to handle sad, it's also known as seasonal affective disorder, better with winter coming up? Not only dealing with it from our own mental health, but also supporting others who are affected as well. Listen, y'all, when you join our Discord community, we listen. We're not giving one episode, Jeffrey, we're not giving two. This week, on three episodes, we are visiting seasonal affective disorder. Welcome to another episode of Happy Brain. My name is Heather Parody, and thank you for joining us as we explore the fun side to mental health by digging into the simple hacks and fun tips to make your mental health journey more enjoyable and your brain a little happier. What's up, friends? What's going on? My name is Heather Parody. I am so grateful you are here. This is day one of our three-day series on SAD. Yes, that says SAD. It's seasonal affective disorder, and I'm gonna be completely honest with you. I have never dealt with any form of depression. Of course, there's been moments in my life that's been very, very hard, but as far as ongoing depression, I've never dealt with it. Now, I've dealt with anxiety. I have very, very high energy. So I think the dark side of that is anxiety, right? Um, But this is something that's incredibly common for a lot of people. And I asked my good friend, Sean Blotch, to drop in over the next three days and help me research this topic. He's been very open on his own podcast and social media about walking through depression and he advocates for healthy mental health habits to help combat things like SAD. So with all that being said, I was really excited to learn more about SAD, and we found some interesting tips for you, Jeffrey, and hopefully the rest of you guys who are listening that will help you and or your loved ones during this season. But before we get started... You know, I I said Jeffrey was in our Discord. Are you in our Discord? It's linked up in the show notes. If you have a topic you would like us to cover or a question, do like Jeffrey did and connect with us over there. Now, today, day one, we're going to be exploring light therapy, but we also wanted to spend this time just learning more about seasonal affective disorder. S-A-D. To be completely honest with you, I had never even heard of this term before graduate school, and that they, they shared that there's this thing called seasonal affective disorder. And according to public health degrees, this direct quote, SAD is a form of depression that relates to the seasons changing. Yeah, y'all, the seasons like spring, summer, fall, winter. Often SAD sets in when the weather becomes colder and darkness starts earlier, but it can also affect individual's in the spring and summer months, and Sean, when I was reading this, I immediately thought of uh, Alaska. I know in Alaska there's a, a high rate of uh, depression there, and yeah. I believe—correct me if I'm wrong—that that could be due to this this sad
1: situation. Yeah, like the latitude, like how far? Where where are you from the equator? But basically, if you think of the United States, like Alaska, Maine. If you think of Europe, you know, Scandinavian countries. They're really far north, like Finland and Denmark and Sweden. Those countries are really high up, and they have a lot of reports of this very thing, Heather.
0: So I think that's important to think about even choosing where to live and stuff. If you're susceptible to depression or maybe have a family history of it, maybe that's something to consider. Like, are you living in a space, in an area? That is maybe egging that on a little bit. I don't know. But also, too, this this article and all this stuff is linked up in the show notes from NIMH.gov. Uh, it says that people may start to, quote, feel down when the days get shorter in the fall and winter, also known as the winter blues, and begin to feel better in the spring with longer daylight hours. But that kind of confused me, Sean, because... Yeah, well,
1: can I, can I say yes, something? Yes, please. I wanted to share with you my favorite day of the year. Okay. December 21st, December 21st, Why why December 21st. That's a random date. What is it? That is the winter solstice. That is the shortest day of the year. Now, why do I celebrate that? Because from that day on every day gets longer. So you get more sunlight, more sunlight. So I get very down because I know right now we're just, our days are getting shorter and shorter and shorter, but December 21st, it all changes. And for six months we get longer days. So that that is why I think December twenty first should be a, a recognized date for anybody who cares about light and uh, and sad.
0: How did you ever? How did you figure that out? I've never heard that before in my life.
1: That's a winter solstice. So there's four seasons. So December twenty first is the first day of winter. I might get this wrong, but I think it's the first day of winter. But anyways, it is the day like in the calendar where the days just start to. If you think of like a, a like a curve, it starts to go back to more light. The days get longer. I mean, by a minute. I mean, let's say wherever you are, your sun down is could be like four thirty. The next day, your sun. I'm sorry, your sun. Uh, the sunset. The next day could be four thirty one. The next day could be four thirty two. It just gets longer and longer and longer. And
0: Interesting. Longer and longer. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, signs of sad. It is not considered a separate disorder, but is a type of depression and symptoms last usually around 4 to 5 months. Uh what are some of the symptoms, Sean?
1: I mean losing interest. Uh some of these are very similar to depression. It is a subset of depression. Yeah. Right? And changes of, of weight, your patterns of sleep change. Um you can feel sluggish, agitated, low energy, specifically with the winter um winter episodes of sad. Like oversleeping, kind of like hibernating. Mm. Mm. that's what I've been kind of seeing over, over in the, in preparing for this too, is like, gosh, the, the social withdrawal and like kind of a bear hibernating is kind of a a good analogy for it.
0: I know one of the things we, we learned in school, which I think is a good little gauge, which we always advocate. I mean, if, if when in doubt, you know, goes talk to a professional or seek some help, but I think to consider is, you know, often in the DSM, when you're looking at something that becomes you know, maybe a a issue that you really need to seek some help for is when it starts to affect your day-to-day life. And so I forgot the exact term, but I know it's impairment. So if you think about being sluggish or hibernating, like I've been that way for the past couple of weeks, I've been sleeping so much more and all that, but I I don't believe, I know it's not anything to do with depression because it's not, A, I don't have all these other symptoms, but two, it's not affecting my life where, you know, when you're, sleeping a ton and you're missing work, or you don't want to go be with your family and stuff like that, like that's impacting your life. And so some of this stuff could just be like a weird funk you're going through, or, a you know, maybe you're just snoozy or something. But I think when it starts to affect your life, that's when you really need to start paying attention.
1: Absolutely. And I, I can speak from personal experience when you are down in that place, um, that's a tough place to be in. And if the winter and the winter sad exasperates it, oh, it's yeah. even harder. Yeah. It's even harder.
0: Now we have an awesome tip that we're about to dig into, uh, about light and some interesting ways that you can integrate that into your life. But real quick, I wanted to, um, highlight just what causes sad. And over the next three episodes, we're going to not only be giving you some tips with sad, but also kind of digging into what it is and who gets it and why they get it. And, uh, just some just some educational pieces about it, because I know originally when we got this question, it was within the context of, I want to help someone that I love who's dealing with this. And so I think it's important for us to look at this holistically to understand it. But before we get into our tip about light, what causes sad? What causes it?
1: Share, Heather, share. What are some...
0: Well, you know how they do. They, they're like, we don't know. Research doesn't <laughs> really say. Um, what they do know is that um, people dealing with SAD often are dealing with some other issues or maybe have had histories of depression. It says here in this article, research indicates that people with SAD may have reduced activity in the brain chemical neurotransmitter serotonin, which helps regulate Mood research also suggests that sunlight controls the level of molecules and help maintain
1: normal serotonin levels. But yeah, people with vitamin D, Heather. <laughs> Do you know what vitamin D is from the sun? Deficiency in vitamin D. Yes. I mean,
0: you my know, doctor, we all got vitamin D deficiencies my doctor, in America.
1: I, I went to him because you know, and one of the first things he asked me is Sean, I need to test your vitamin D. Are you getting enough sun? Are you outside enough? And I realized, God, I've been kind of inside a lot during you know this period of time we've been in. And he said a lot of people suffer from a lack of vitamin D and that causes that can cause some some issues and exasperate again, the exasperate it.
0: Because when you when you are depressed, I mean, you're not going to want to go outside and run around. Right. You want to go lay down. Right. Exactly. So all of this information, there's so much, you know, that we're covering here. It's all linked up in the show notes. But Let's go ahead and get into this tip, which goes into what Sean just said. If we know that some of it's probably a vitamin D deficiency, an issue with light, how do we get some light up in our house? How do we get some light up in our life? Um, I guess the first thing that I think of is like, well, go outside. But there are some other techniques and ways to integrate light. I know from APA.org, it just says experience much daylight is possible. The lack of sun exposure is a part of what causes that. And soaking up as much as you can can lessen your symptoms. So sit by a window, go for a walk. During daylight hours, and you can even take up a winter sport to get you outside and keep you moving. Uh, but there's this idea of light therapy. What is that, Sean?
1: And light therapy is exposure to a certain amount of light, usually in the morning, and it's recommended that you you work with a doctor to get a kind of a recommendation on how much light, et cetera. But in essence, it's a light box that projects a certain amount of light, and when light gets into your eyes in a certain way, it, studies show that it can really help replace some of that light that you're not getting elsewhere and help jumpstart you. Um, I, I know for me, I remember uh, a doctor once told me with, with this particular thing, he said, he, he just said, if you don't have any specific lights, I just, he just said, get some bright lights just around you. That's even a start. That's just even like a, really? a knob. That's a knob to start, like get the clear lights that have, you know, they're very daylight lights when you go to the store, some say daylight, He said to get some of those. And even if you don't have the the light box, uh, you can start with that. But the light box, and I think we have some links in the show notes here about uh, finding them and the right ones. But basically, in essence, it's just getting light in the morning to kind of replicate that light that you're losing, especially in the darker seasons when the sun doesn't rise for a certain amount of time. That's my understanding of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's fascinating. And he he was right. Uh, NPR.org talk about a sad lamp and some experiences. There some great successes, but it's about like 20, 30 minutes a day. And they said uh, that some people have reported they could feel a difference uh, within two weeks. Um, We have a mini tip to close this out, uh, but is there anything left about light therapy that you wanted to share that we didn't share, Sean?
1: I just will say that I, from, from reading two, we need, you need to check with your mental health professional because yes. it does, it's not one size does not fit all.
0: hundred percent, hundred percent. So our mini tip to close, we're going to do some mini What's tips that? this week. Oh. I don't Well, this is what happened. We were doing so much research about this topic and it was really hard to find three topics because there was like 54 we could have done. And so I threw in this little segment called a mini tip because I just wanted to, these extra little things that uh, that we found when, when researching for SAD. But this mini tip really goes along with this whole light therapy bit. It's uh, just taking nutritional supplements like vitamin D. I mean, just taking a vitamin D pill. You can just do that. Uh, this is, a, again, a direct quote. It says, because many people with SAD often have vitamin D deficiency, nutritional supplements of vitamin D may help improve their symptoms. However, studies testing whether vitamin D is effective as that treatment has mixed
1: findings. Y'all know how they and, do. And is, is it true, too, you can you can get your vitamin d for just just being yes. outside yeah um and one tip that that uh, my uh, physician shared with me he said cuz i wear glasses a lot of times just just take off your glasses you get more light into your eyes that way now you're not going to stare into the sun but you get more light into your eyes by just taking off your glasses that's yeah. what you, that's what he did that's good with
0: me. and you know the vitamin d thing i'm not saying that's it's wrong by any means i think this is great and if it can help you wonderful but also too we think about i think we're always trying to look for Ways to supplement like natural things that our body's just craving. It's like even like Zoom's a perfect example. Like when we need connection, it's nice when you don't have it, but there's nothing like sitting next to somebody and feeling someone's skin and hearing their voice and all of that. Vitamin D is great, the supplements are great, but give yourself a chance to feel some warm sun on your face, even just for a few minutes. Take your glasses off to let more light in. What a tip, man. (laughs) thank you to Sean for coming on today's episode. His links are in the show notes, along with everything else that we referenced. And I also dropped in just a crisis hotline. If you or someone you know is struggling with really dark thoughts and needs some help, it's a strength to reach out to someone. So please, 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 even a slight concern, just reach out. Crisis hotlines are in the show notes. Now listen, whether it is hanging out with goats at yoga eating an orange in the shower to feel happier, or using light therapy to deal with depression. We just hope you take a moment for yourself today, my friends, and keep that brain of yours happy. Thank you for listening to another episode of Happy Brain. If you enjoyed this, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you have an extra second... Leave us an honest review over on iTunes or your Apple podcasting app. And until next time, my friends, keep that brain of yours happy.